0: I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. Good vibes in Washington today about that fiscal cliff business. President Barack Obama said a deal is reachable before Christmas. And Republican House Speaker John Boehner said he's optimistic, too. But you kind of want to see it before you believe it. And it's not just Americans who want to see it. The prospect of a new U.S. economic slowdown, or worse, a double-dip recession— Worries our closest neighbors and biggest trading partners, too. We're going to hear from Mexico in just a moment. First, though, we turn to Canada. Now, there's an expression about what happens when the U.S. economy suffers. When the U.S. sneezes, Canada catches cold. Canada's economy is so tightly tied to the U.S. that the looming fiscal cliff has many Canadians worried. David Aiken is the National Bureau Chief for the Sun newspaper chain in Canada. He's now in Ottawa. David, what is Canada concerned about? What, what does America's fiscal cliff mean for Canadians?
1: Well, it means Canada is tied to America, and if America goes off the fiscal cliff, uh, the rope is going to pull Canada right down with it. This is something that I think a lot of Americans sometimes forget about their northern neighbour, but every single day, every single day, one billion, that's billion with a B, billion worth of goods and services goes across our common border. It is the single largest trading relationship in the world, the relationship between the United States and Canada. And when Americans, if they have a recession or their economy slows down because of this quote-unquote fiscal cliff, that means Americans will be buying less goods and services, less energy from Alberta's oil sands, uh, less lumber from the forests of British Columbia and Quebec, uh, fewer American tourists may come up over the holidays to go skiing at Canadian ski hills. So, And then there's an additional sort of concern for Canadians, and that is when Americans go into recession, and we saw this during the, the 2008 fiscal crisis, they tend to get more protectionists. And we saw this manifest itself in Washington with the Buy America Act, in which the federal government gave funds to municipalities and states to stimulate the economy but said you get this federal funding only if you source your construction materials or whatever from American sources. And that shut out Canadian firms.
0: If that does indeed happen, what kind of Canadian businesses will be most affected?
1: Well, I was trying to think, I don't think there's a Canadian business that would be unaffected. And again, we could go through it. Just uh, just yesterday on our East Coast, the lobster season opened. So the, this is the lobster fishery season. Where do those lobsters go? They go down to Boston because they're destined for holiday dinner tables around the United States. Right now, there's a concern that American consumers may not spend much over the holiday season.
0: So you're saying in anticipation of the fiscal cliff, whether or not it's breached, you're saying that Americans and perhaps Canadians are already buckling down.
1: Well, and this is the point that the president has been trying to make in his speech uh, yesterday and uh, you know, various public pronouncements that without a deal and a deal quickly, that the retail holiday season could be in peril. So uh, we know we've seen signs of the American economy improving. Job numbers are up, consumer confidence otherwise up. Uh, but this would not be good if consumer confidence went south because everyone thought, oh my gosh, I've got a bigger tax bill next year.
0: And David, is there any kind of reaction going on right now in Canada? I mean, I don't know how fast the cause and effect happens.
1: Our prime minister, Prime Minister Stephen Harper, has been asked any number of times over the last uh, five or six weeks what keeps him awake at night. And again, just a, some background here, the Canadian economy is doing, relative to its G8 peers, tremendously well. Lowest GDP ratios, highest employment rate, recovered more quickly from the recession. Our banks were solvent all through the fiscal crisis. No bank in Canada need a penny in a public bailout. So the Canadian economy is doing okay. And when we ask our prime minister and say, well, what, what concerns you about the future, the prosperity for the Canadian economy? He says, first, the situation in Europe, that is the immediate for him. Number two, the long term fiscal health of the American federal government. But why, Why
0: is that the case? I mean, what would make the prospect of a fiscal cliff different from the recession that Canada went through pretty well?
1: Canada is a small economy that depends heavily on trade. So the issue with Europe, of course, if the EU goes in continues to be in recession and is not sorting out their fiscal issues, we could see a global recession, which would be terrible for Canada. Knock on wood, we've seen some resolutions there with some deals between the EU and Greece. So now people's concerns in Canada turn towards the United States. And we see this logjam in Washington, a logjam we've seen before, getting kind of close to this cliff. You know, Canada, more than any other country in the world, is going to be affected if the U.S. economy slows down or goes into some sort of contraction. And to be honest, the U.S. does not want to see Canada suffer economically because we're America's biggest customers. So the, the two economies are so intertwined. If either economy starts to suffer, it's bad for the other guy.
0: Okay. David Aiken, National Bureau Chief for the Sun newspaper chain in Canada. Thanks. Thank you. So as we said earlier, when the U.S. sneezes, Canada catches a cold. Well, Eduardo Garcia says that when the U.S. catches a cold, Mexico gets pneumonia. Eduardo Garcia is editor and founder of Mexico's financial website, Sentido Comun, in Mexico City. Eduardo, why does Mexico contract pneumonia?
2: Well, it's because we're so tied in with the U.S. economy that whatever happens to the largest economy in the world, which is the U.S., affects us tremendously. Just to give you one statistic, 80% of our exports are consumed by U.S. consumers. So if the U.S. slows down, our economy tumbles.
0: What kind of exports are you talking about that go from there to here?
2: Uh, We're talking about autos, refrigerators, televisions, cell phones, electronics, fruits and vegetables. Uh, Many things that Americans are consuming come from Mexico. So we're very close together in that sense. But U.S. for Mexico, it's the largest trading partner, while we are the second or third largest partner of of America.
0: We just heard, though, Eduardo, in our interview regarding the Canadian reaction to the potential breach of the fiscal cliff, that during the U.S. mortgage crisis, Canada did fairly well because its banks were relatively conservative. How did that crisis hit Mexico?
2: Well, that exemplifies why we catch pneumonia. Mexico suffered a 6.1% decline in its economic growth rate because of this tremendous dependency between our two nations. This was in Uh, 2009 you're talking about. That's correct. We suffered the biggest decline in our growth since the 1994-1995 peso crisis. So it was a huge blow to the Mexican economy.
0: How come so much more of a blow than in Canada?
2: Our banking system was pretty solid, but still... People remember the 1994-1995 peso crisis and probably people were very fearful that Mexico would be crushed by the mortgage crisis of the United States. So investment from foreigners dried up. So again, the peso devalued more than was expected and that probably scared people away from the Mexican economy.
0: Is that then, excuse me, a harbinger of, of how Mexico might withstand an American dive off the fiscal cliff now?
2: I think it's different now. I think uh, Mexican reserves have grown tremendously since those days. We have about $160 billion in foreign reserves. Our banking system is much more solid than it was. And more importantly, I think our domestic market has grown tremendously since then. And so the support that Mexican consumers could provide to the Mexican economy is much larger today than it was four or five years ago.
0: Just anecdotally, Mexico had its own Black Friday last Friday. How do you refer to Black Friday?
2: We call it el buen fin, which means the good weekend.
0: With good reason, because businesses did very well on that weekend.
2: Indeed, uh, retail sales grew about 30%. So that shows you that consumers here are spending more. They have access to credit. Employment has grown here, and that benefits the whole economy and might be a bigger cushion for the blow in case the United States goes under tremendous fiscal cuts and raises taxes and cuts spending. No?
0: Very briefly, Eduardo, what kind of businesses are looking at the U.S. right now as a barometer of their growth, and what kind of businesses are paying most attention to what happens regarding uh, America's financial system in the next few months?
2: Well, I think uh, the auto industry is particularly looking at what happens in the United States. We've become the fourth largest exporter of vehicles in the world. And again, the largest consumer for those cars are U.S. consumers. Therefore, there is a great interest in seeing what happens with the U.S. economy in the next few weeks. And hopefully everything will be okay.
0: Eduardo Garcia runs the financial website Sentido Comun in Mexico City. Thanks again.
2: Take care.